Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where in the world you might be. Thank you for making the Highbury Squad part of your day. Going to take a little other route today for a show, which I think you'll enjoy. Come join us. Hop on the French Connection. Here we go. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to another live edition of the Highbury Squad. For those listening on our audio platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and Acast, thanks so much. And to all those listening on replay, some of you taking some downtime during the international break. How dare you? Someone who never takes downtime and is always ready to roll is my podcast brother from another mother, Mr. Suitcase. Salute you, squaddies. Hope you're well. All the best. And take care and at ease and let's go. We're in for a good show today. At ease. We, we are super, Kev. You're right. We have one of our favorites back. Um, Award-winning writer, broadcaster, and general French journalist legend, Mr. Matt Spiro. Welcome back to Squad Central. Good to have you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sophie. Hi, Kev. Great to see you both. Hi, Matt. Good summer. Very nice summer, Sophie. Very nice summer. It was it, it was good. I, for the first time in about 10 years, I missed the start of the season. I put my family first and I went all the way to Costa Rica and uh, um, soaked up a bit of sun and saw some monkeys and stuff. And uh, it was awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Costa Rica, lovely part of the world. And everyone, by the way, Kev, they're bringing their French out tonight. Like, it's hilarious. Like, Matt doesn't know how to speak English. We've got bonjour à tous. We've got Liz, you know, kicking in with the French. Uh, bonsoir here. Everyone. Get, and then, of course, you've got the Aussies. Good eye. <laughs> you can always rely on the Aussies. That's, that's French, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Le Tricolore. By the way, I remember we used to have these books, MK. Kev, do you remember the Tricolore Noir books in school? No? no not, none of them in South no. London, love. No. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, couldn't afford them in South London. <laughs> Trust me. Ah, it was always Marie Antoinette, which I always found oh, really interesting. Geez. And uh, hey, yeah, so way over <laughs> my head. Not yeah. at school, no. And I know, I know what isn't way over your head is talking about this guy, and that's why we have Matt here. We're going to be dissecting and discussing uh, William Saliba uh, a little bit. And then we will move on to talk about our loanees currently featuring in Liga. Matt, uh, I had you on this show a few times. We've talked about um, William many times with Kev. I said on this show, I could never see him kicking a ball for Arsenal. There's no way he's coming back. It's not happening. Super Kev, of course, um, believed that he would always come back and play. Is Arteta's decision, let's just start with some core fundamentals of the loan to where he is now. Is the decision of the club and Mikel Arteta now, hindsight 2020, proving to be the correct decision? Um, okay, so where to start with this one? First of all, yeah, I'm really happy to to be coming onto the Highbury squad and talking about William Saliba, having actually seen him play for Arsenal. And, that, you know, he's he's shown everybody just what a, what a high quality player he is. And I, you know, I've been telling you, I've been telling you for two, three years at least um, that he has what it takes. And uh, 
you can never you can never tell how things are going to go in another league um uh different language uh different quality of uh of of league as well but i'd seen enough of him you know to know that there was very much definitely something about him and you know even in france playing against mbappe and neymar or what have you, you know he showed he showed his quality is is arteta arteta's coming out of this one really nicely and you know i'm 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 all happy for everybody to be on board with uh with 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 arteta but i do think the interpretation that he's kind of it's all part of the arteta master plan that he was going to send him on loan um isn't it isn't quite accurate in 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 my reading insofar as you know a year ago it may have been about a year ago that 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 we were talking william saliba um very much saw himself even though things were going well at marseille and he was really popular and he, he was loving it he saw himself as an arsenal player and he wanted to play for arsenal so i knew that i knew that he wanted to still play for arsenal but there was a genuine issue between arteta and saliba i don't know what the, what it was about i'm not sure what arteta's beef was with him but there was something and arteta um or rather saliba i think had doubts in his mind as to whether he would play for arsenal so long as Mikel arteta was there and by the way about a year ago um arteta's position was 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 looking a bit vulnerable so we weren't quite sure what what was going to happen so i'm absolutely delighted that um that has been put you know behind arteta and behind saliba i don't know how good their relationship is today but i imagine it's it's pretty good given that um arteta is 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 you know starting him um and uh yeah that uh that he that he that he's playing so well but you know but i do i have heard a lot of people going oh well arteta was quite right to to give him another year on loan he's come back he's you know he's more mature he's more he's more experienced he's more ready for the premier league maybe but a year ago for me he was ready okay a 20 is young for a for a center back that was his age a, a year ago but i can't help but kind of look at things as well from my point of view and think well you know, we could, you know, we can't go back, but we could have spent fifty million on a striker, kept Saliba, and we wouldn't have got, we wouldn't have got Ben White, which is a shame because Ben White, you know, is 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 doing well and he's um, a good a good member of our team and our squad. But I think we've seen probably in the last few weeks that Saliba is a different caliber of 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 centre back, and you know, without wanting to be down on on Ben White, who who had a good season, he's doing a fantastic job at, at right back at the moment. So. I think things have come together nicely. We've got to hope, like I say, that the relationship is is good enough between Saliba and Arteta and that he he signs this new contract. He's got two years left on it. But we're definitely in a much better position with regards to William Saliba than we were a year ago. And it's fantastic. I'm absolutely loving seeing him play for Arsenal and seeing him play so well. Matt, I wanna I wanna put something to to the panel because everything seems to be geared at, oh, you know, you're saying Saliba was good enough. You're saying it wasn't all Arteta's doing, da, da, da. But do you think maybe Arsenal weren't ready for Saliba? So it gave it gave Saliba an opportunity to get a year at Marseille while we get our, our, our shit in order, basically, mm. at the football club because we're all over the place at the start of last season. So we didn't have that feeling. We didn't have that togetherness at the start of last season. We had to bring the players in to get it. And yep. it's a year in now. So when William comes in, it's a lot more of a controlled, together squad than mm. it was a year ago. That That's my point. Mm. It worked kind of both ways. 
I agree. I think I think that's a really good point. And if we'd have lost our th first three games last season with Saliba in defence, everyone would be saying, oh, he's a kid. We, you know, he's not ready for the Premier League and what have you. It would have been harder probably for him to overcome that than it was for Ben White, who had a, who had a tricky start as well. Um, so, uh, no, I think I think you're making a very good point. All, all, all I'm saying is that it's not all this kind of like carefully calculated master plan. There was definitely, there, there were definitely problems. And maybe, you know, I should just, you know, get over it as I think Saliba and, and Arteta have and move move on and like enjoy a bright future hopefully together for many years um but yeah I mean I was Ma I was Matt can I yeah, can sorry. I just jump in I feel like you're being very diplomatic with your answer and I totally appreciate <laughs> we don't, it we don't need diplomacy Come on. And I I have and was very critical of Mikel Arteta for the second loan spell because I felt like after the first, the second, knowing how vulnerable we were and that the team was kind of starting to maybe gel in the image of him, it was time to bring Saliba in. And by the way, I thought you taught me that it's pronounced Saliba and everyone does now. Now we sing the song. Is it Saliba, Saliba or Saliba? Saliba, Saliba. Saliba. William Saliba. Saliba. It's not so, so much Saliba. But it's not on the right. double E. Okay, Saliba. I tried. I tried four years ago, whatever, telling people it was Obama Young, but I lost that battle. It became up. <laughs> now I call him Obama Yang as well. So you know, I'll be calling him Saliba. Yeah. Um. So the sentiment no, yeah, of the squad um, maybe is. I'm, do, do you know? Yeah. Do, so I, I understand. It's very easy. Let me try and formulate kind of what I'm trying to say to you because I know you're going to jump in. Mikel Arteta is a bit Teflon with a large portion of the Arsenal fans. And Archangel, one of our core listeners, wrote that as well. And it it feels like it's so easy to give him credit for everything when things are going well. But if things aren't going well and you criticise him, you're a hater or a flip-flopper or whatever. It's not like he developed Saliba when he was in France. Yeah, He played well in a Marseille team that qualified for the Champions League. Um, you know, he had and was in the best 11 of the season, young player of the year, had the most completion passes, I think, by a defender in Liga history. And the Farmers League disrespectful tag that everyone put on the league was then self-serving because that's where he went and honed his craft. And Mikel Arteta knew what he was doing. Even Super Kevin Campbell here said on our show about a year ago, he'd rather he'd have gone on loan in the Premier League. And not to Liga. Well, you're taking a big risk, Sophia. That that's the thing. Sending him on loan, okay, to Saint Etienne and to Nice is one thing, um, but Marseille in France, and again, this is something that people probably don't grasp, and they're a bit rubbish in the Champions League. But Marseille are a huge, huge football club. Um, you know, sixty-seven thousand. Uh, the atmosphere is unbelievable at the Velodrome. Uh, Saliba carried that. Marseille defence pretty much for about 50 matches. I mean, they played a long European campaign. Um, they played under San Paoli, this very attacking high line that they were able to do because of Saliba's speed. Um, so you can say the league maybe is a lower standard. It is a lower standard. Um, but from a football point of view, it, it was it was phenomenal what he achieved with with Marseille. And boy, they're, they're, they're missing him at the moment, even though they haven't lost the game. But yeah, defensively, they're not, they're not as solid without William Saliba. But you're taking a big risk because... Um, the Marseille fans took to him very, very quickly. Sam Pauli loved him. You had Genduzzi, obviously, you know, in the dressing room, stay with us, stay with us. Um, and, you know, I think deep down, yeah, it would have been nagging away at him, thinking, well, hang on, I, you know, Arteta, I'm not sure he wants me. 
Um, my my concern at the beginning of the season was that he'd, you know, we'd 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 take him back, but that White and uh, and Gabriel would would continue. And I was thinking, you know, as August was moving along, Saliba's thinking World Cup. I need to be playing, and a lot of a lot of Arsenal fans, understandably, we go twenty-one-year-old defender. He's all right. We'll play him in the Europa League. We'll, you know, we'll give him the 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 odd chance. But that's not what he's looking for now. Yes, he's twenty-one, but he sees himself starting for France in the World Cup um, and starting for Arsenal. Matt, I yeah, think he once just... he's in the once he's in the building, you you look at him, you see his performances in pre-season, and you just yeah. go, "Wow!" I mean, the team the team done well. But he stood out. He stood out by a country mile in mm. preseason, and there was no way, unfortunately, Ben White was going to get back into that centre back position at the start of the season. No way. It kind of it kind of worked out for Ben White because Tommy Arsu's injured. He can play right back, and he's got look who he's got beside him. He's got Saliba beside him. Mm. It, it worked out well for it worked out well for Arsenal, to be honest, because Ben White's so versatile, and these two. Well, what a, what a partnership they've got together so far. So long may continue. It's been a long time, isn't it, since we've had so many strong defenders as well that we, that we can rely on? Because it's amazing yeah. to think Tommy Yasu can't can't get in the team at the moment, and you know and that's got to be a great you know a great thing for Arsenal. And I'm I'm really pleased, like I said at the beginning, pleased for Saliba because I you know people maybe don't don't realize you know i'm not his best mate i don't know exactly what's been happening over the last few years but i think it's been really really hard for him just because i think his future's been so up in the air you know he thought at the age of 17 30 million move to arsenal here we go and it's just kind of been pushed back pushed back pushed back and um and i think it's tough i think it's tough for a young lad you know he's seeing his mate Fofana go to leicester getting rave reviews he's you know he's seeing he's seeing youngsters uh French youngsters all over Europe play, playing regularly. Um, Who he probably feels he's better than. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. And and you know what? He did so many... He, he did a lot of interviews during his time in France. And he he was... You say I'm diplomatic, Sophie. He, I thought he was amazing <laughs> how he managed not to put his foot in it really once. Not, you know, not 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 say anything. There, there was an interview on the radio that I heard. This didn't really get reported. Where he was on RMC radio. And he was talking about the situation. Why Arsenal haven't... You know why he hasn't been given the chance at Arsenal, and there was an uh, an old coach, former coach Roland Corbis, who said sometimes William, you've just got a coach who doesn't rate you, and you know and that can happen in a career, and you've got <laughs> to accept it. And Saliba said yes, that's right. You know, so you know he said yes. You know, I've got a problem with the coach. Um, but apart yeah, from that, that was the only time he kind of let his guard down. But maybe. he obviously hasn't got a problem with the coach because at the end of the day, he's he's he's. His talent, you know, you don't get called the new Varane for nothing, right? I just think the guy's the guy's incredible. But it's not like he recognised. I think there's a little bit of Arteta assessing his non-signings, right, at at the start of his Arsenal tenure, and we've seen a lot of people go on the chopping block who he personally didn't sign. Uh, clearly, you know, he's. I disagree, his, so. What do you I mean? Don't, I, I don't agree. He wanted to get but, rid of Kalasinac no, and Mustafi no, no, and Socrates and Ozil. He didn't want to get rid of Saliba. And Bellerin. He no, 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 I'm not. At, no, I, I never no, said he wanted said, to get rid. No, hold on. No, but hold on. I've just no, you're twisting finish. my words and you didn't I'm let me finish twisting. my statement. I'm not twisting. I'm just but saying. Kevin, but Kevin, why wouldn't he keep him at the club and play him in the Europa League and play him in, in the Because he had a look at him in the preseason and decided alone will be the best move for him. 
Be- and, and like I said, because at the he's start, he wasn't as good as Rob Holding. No, Does no, not, necess- not necessarily that. Maybe, well, that's who his competition was at the time. Yeah, but it's not necessarily that. I've just said it before. Maybe it was Ars- Arsenal weren't in the position where they could help him. We were all over the place at the start of last season. But he could and, have helped Arsenal. Yeah, but... Get that on that track mean, faster yeah, and quicker. That, that, yeah, but that don't mean we still wouldn't have got beat because we weren't... Where we are now... We were far away a different side at the start of last season. Well, that's a, that's absolutely 100% but that's the correct. Problem. That could destroy a young player. But look how the new players have come in this season and totally transformed our team. Yeah, Isn't that the purpose? On. But yeah, we're a year on. That's my point. Back then, we're, we, were a year, we were a year... We were a year back. We've, we've developed a team culture. We've brought new players in now who are quality, who could come into the culture. That's why we're doing better. I'm just saying, maybe, I'm not saying it, that's just my opinion, maybe him going on loan was to save him just as much as giving Arteta and the club the opportunity to build something where when he comes mm. back, he could fit in. That's so throw Halen boys into the frying pan, like Saka and Emil Smith Rowe, and expect them to save the team. But don't think that um, Saliba can come in and help the team when you've got a broken defence and clearly he has the quality to do that. I understand I think, what you're saying. I'm seeing on, comments Matt. as well of people saying, come on, why are we talk about the past, move on. And I, and, and I understand and I think I think it, it's, it's a good point. And... Um, we should talk about the bright future because it all it is all working out. And, you know, ultimately, Arteta's decision has worked. We have to wait and see if Saliba signs. Hopefully he'll sign a, a, a new deal. No reason why he shouldn't, given the current situation. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Because I also saw a comment saying it makes me smile. Um, we, we see when these, people these think they coming. can tell Arteta think, what think to do. They know yeah. more than, than, than Super Mick. And, and I'm not. I, I don't. I don't know what's happened between the two of them. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it is part of the Arteta grand plan, but I see it from from the French side. I've spoken to William Saliba. I've spoken to, to to people who know him and his representatives, and uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very positive from 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 their point of view. So from my point of view, I was thinking, gosh, you know, what a shame we've got this amazing talent, and why is it why why is he not Arsenal Football Club? But he is. He is now. Could, could have helped us play. Um, could have come on, you know, again in the North London derby instead of Rob Holding getting yeah, absolutely maybe. screwed. Definitely, yeah. And <laughs> and skewered that night. Um, but the point of the convers the, the question that I was going to Kev is that we're now seeing a team in Mikel Arteta's image, um, and what we're seeing is a player in I think that's earned his own stripes his way. You know, he's grafted hard, he's gone to Liga, he's proven himself. He's now in the French international squad, arrived uh, in his Dior outfit yesterday, looking all slick and, you know, cool in his white, swag, in his white gear, out, and his swagger. Yeah. Um, out. Matt, what's your sense of, there's there was uh, some, you know, Football London and some other outlets hinting at this new deal for him, uh, some interesting comments about, maybe alluding to the fact that he wants to stay at Arsenal, Mikel Arteta's comments. Do you see him staying? Do you see this happening? Yeah. 
I absolutely do. I think he has to stay, and I think Arsenal have to have to make sure he stays. Maybe he's um, maybe he's wanting to wait a little bit. Um, Arsenal need to make sure they don't. You know, they need to get this done before next summer. Really, maybe maybe Saliba wants to wait until the World Cup to sort of keep a little bit of pressure on. Um, I don't think for a minute that Arteta would be influenced in his selection um, with you know whether Saliba signed a new deal or not. Um, so look, I, I I don't I've got no information on 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 whether there's a new deal coming. I, I I hope so. I think you know, obviously we know we want Saka to sign as quickly as possible, but I think Saliba's got to be regarded as a similar sort of uh, asset that needs to be tied down and that needs to be the future of Arsenal Football Club. And um, you know, fing fingers crossed, fingers crossed, everything everything is good. I thought I thought on Sunday. I mean, I watched his performance probably closer than I watched other players. And I thought he, it's a bit of an exaggeration, but I thought he won us the game in the first 18 minutes, actually, because you look at the way Brentford attacked um, and, you know, playing the channels, trying to use their sort of pacey forwards, going in behind. And Saliba just dealt with everything with just no fuss. And there were times where Brentford were pressing and just so calm on the ball. Instead of knocking it long, you just give a little ball to Shaka or Partey and, you know, and it just calmed everything down. Then he scores after 18 minutes. And, you know, we didn't look back after that, did we? And I just thought, bloody hell, that was, <laughs> you know, what performance. And obviously he carried on throughout the game. But uh, the way he started that game was was amazing. Yeah. Just going to read these uh, quick out uh, to you guys. And you can answer both jump in. Uh, Mark, um, do you, and then we'll move on to our next player. Uh, do you believe uh, Saliba would have improved the squad last season and could he have made the difference? I think you've answered that, but in a nutshell, Matt, you do think he could have contributed last season? Well, I think, he, yeah, I think he could have uh, contributed. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I mean, you mentioned the Tottenham game, Rob <laughs> Holding, and it's, it's all really easy with, with hindsight. Maybe Saliba would have made a mistake in a different game. I don't know. But um, yeah, for, no, for me, he was ready. And to do that, at, you know, at the Velodrome, against Neymar and Mbappe and, and what have you. To get into the French national team, that's another thing that, you know, I'm not sure there's a nationality or a position where it's harder at the moment to play international football than if you're a French mm -hmm. centre-back. Like, there's 20, 20 of them playing for Champions League teams almost. I mean, that you know, it, it's massive competition. Deep, so It's deep, yeah. Crazy. Um, Kay Marlon says, we sent him on loan for three seasons. It doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense last season. We missed him. We missed out on fourth spot by one win. Arteta blew it. On the con contrary to that, uh, Gandhi uh, says, Arteta sent Libra on loan and has returned a monster. What exactly are we critiquing? A brilliant result. We should be happy. Um, we're happy. I'm happy. We're definitely happy. <laughs> doesn't mean that we can't, you know, converse. Not being haters here. Does Matt have any information on initiation rituals for the France under 21 team? Saliba's videotape. Oh, gosh. Okay. I walked straight into that one. That wasn't under 21. So that was like under. That was under 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, they were kids and. Yeah. Doesn't seem to have done him any harm. Not sure about the other guy. How about that? Um, why are we taking so long? I guess this is a pretty big deal, Kev. You've, huge you've one. been through. Yeah. This is a huge one. Uh, again, all of a sudden, you know, this is where the three years on loan actually works for him. Because he's been away, he's, he's developed himself, he's, he's, his numbers and his progress last season was, was through the roof. He comes back and he's, he's making defending look effortless. 
as a partner of Gabriel, who we said, Gabriel's incredible. Saliba just looks the man. Gabriel's good, but Saliba looks the man. So when you're the man, you're going to get paid accordingly. This ain't something that you could just quickly draw up and, you know, you could just do this contract, do this deal. Mm -hmm. This deal has to be well thought out. There has to be enough incentives, the right numbers in there to make Saliba feel, I'm the king. 200 million then, release him, release clause, 200 million for the listen, release clause him, for Real Madrid. Him, I call him a top-of-the-range <laughs> Bentley, right? But with, if he signs a new deal, as he plays on then, that top-of-the-range Bentley then becomes a Rolls-Royce, doesn't it? And that's what we, that's what we, us Gooners are going to lean on. We have to lean on our Rolls Royce. And we're in a we're in a great position to negotiate from. We're we're top of the league. We've got this, you know, group of young players that really seem to be going into places. So you know, if you can't convince him now, now to sign a new you're never, deal, you're never going to do it. No. Yeah, the release clause is it? Am I you know two hundred million? Is that good with you guys? Has to be around that, doesn't it? The highest 250, ever. 250. 250. Make it 250. Um, right. There's 300 plus of you in live chat, and Liz is asking for Vinny and Vesper. So it's yeah. time to give Matt a little pat on the head right here. Slot Bring it. out the slot old it. Vinny. Yeah. Vinny, just slot it. And Vesper, great save. Go on. Lovely. Well done, Vesper. Lovely. <laughs> okay. Um, Matt, anything you wanted to wrap there on William? Um, look. His goal against Fulham is another example of how he can do things out of nothing. His goal against <clears throat> Brentford, uh, a perfect example, Bournemouth. Uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth no, yeah, was it Fulham? Yeah. He scored this. No, the he fact. scored a header. He scored a header on Sunday, and then he yeah, against Brentford. Uh, yeah, and the shot Brentford was, was Sunday, yeah. and Bournemouth oh, okay. was before. Yeah. The shot, the right? Water. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Lee, you know, again, he shows his prowess. He's, you know, beautiful with. He's got. Most amazing feat, I keep saying, he reminds me of a young Rio Ferdinand. He's got the silkiness of Maldini. Hopefully he'll go on to have an amazing career like that and win tons of trophies. Is there anything that we may have not talked about that we're missing? He seems to have the smarts through the ears, you know, a high football IQ. Physique, yeah. phenomenal. Just mm. an unbelievable player. And it, it feels like pinch me, is he really an Arsenal player? Because things have been so bad at the back. Are we missing anything else? No, I think... Um... We've got to be ready for for one or two mistakes. I mean, he, he got slight criticism, perhaps. Uh, I can't remember which Man United goal we conceded or those counter attacks. Maybe one, third, a third one, I think. Third where he was because he got yeah, turned he didn't around. Quite read it. Yeah, yeah, because he got yeah. turned around. Um, but you know, he's gonna he's he's gonna learn, isn't he? And um, he's 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 learning very very quickly already. Uh, so. I just, I'm just, I'm just in, enjoying it, and I just hope he keeps going. I hope he stays injury free. He's probably going to be involved in, in in the France games coming up. Probably going to be involved in the in the World Cup as well. But you know, like I say, last year he, he played more games than any other Marseille player. Um, so you know, he seems to seems to have a pretty impressive sort of engine, impressive physique. He doesn't doesn't need too too much rest. So yeah. Fingers crossed. You know, in touch with the, the injuries, he had a few injury problems, didn't he, at Saint-Étienne in particular. So, yeah. um, don't know what, what else to say, really. I think he goes very nicely with uh, with Gabriel. I, I was wondering, on Sunday when Gabriel pulled up with a bit of a calf injury and he stayed on, I was 
thinking, you know, if so, they, they were going to put Tomiyasu on and move White across, but I think it would have been Saliba on the left side of, of, of centre-back. I know I, I've, I do have in my mind one Marseille game where he, he had to move to the left-sided position at centre-back and he struggled for a he struggled for 20 minutes and then he was fine. But I, th I think he could play there. I think he yeah. could play there. It might take a bit of, you know, adjustment. But yeah. 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 And it but, seems I, like he's an even better player now, Kev, than he was even last season. It's only how many games in so far. Yeah, he, he, he does because he's got he's got the experience. So the only way you, you get better is by gaining experience. But the one thing I wanted to mention, just to, just to wrap up and, and throw this back at Matt was, I think his his temperament. He, he went through. He's gone through quite a lot off the field, mm -hmm. but it has never detracted from his focus on it. And I think that's a really good trait in a young player, because you know dealing with adversity, you know losing parents and loved ones and stuff could really knock knock you for six. But I think he's he's, he's gone through and he's been a credit to himself and his family. He's always shown that. Uh, I've seen that in in many games. If he makes a mistake early in a game, he he, he You know, he he grows in in stature. He doesn't disappear. And we saw it with the uh, the own goal he scored um, mm. a minute later or so. He won a tackle, and the crowd all cheered him, and it, and it was great. And he finished that game last twenty minutes, winning everything. And mm. um, you know that I think that is a yeah, sign of the the character he's got. Yeah, uh, some of our squad is also writing. They feel like he'll come back from the World Cup. Um, you know, Real Madrid will come knocking. I mean, that's the that's the beauty of having really great players. But hopefully, this new Arsenal that actually signed players from a top club like City this past summer is that new trajectory um, that we're going into as a club, and that we won't be selling someone like him because um, that would just be and of course Saka also has to sign his contract too imminent we are told um there you have it right if, if, if he does win the world cup we'll probably send him on loan to Saint Etienne I reckon <laughs> <laughs> wow that would be don't even joke about that man <laughs> wow um okay so let's talk about some of our other players who are in France right now um they are home alone, uh, if you like. Uh, let's kick off with um, this fella. Oh, we kick off. Let's, I'm going to save that one for the end, the middle middle part, and then finish on another high, maybe. <laughs> well, let's <laughs> right. start off with a high because, for sure, um, Balogun is definitely one Matt that is has started off quite well. I believe he broke a 47 year record. Um, yeah. the first, the first player to score three, his in his first three games. Was that, is that right? A 47 year yeah. record? Yeah. yeah. Although, although what you've got to realize with Rounce is that they were one of the best teams in Europe in the sort of fifties and sixties. So they were, they were amazing. Then they were rubbish for like 40 years. So he's breaking <laughs> like 47 year old records, but, um, no, he's, break he, it. <laughs> no, he's still got to break it. I think Carlos Bianchi is that the, the the, the record he he equaled or, or or broke and he was quite a striker for Rouse and Van and for PSG but um no he, he surprised me actually um I haven't watched loads of of Rouse matches I, I have to admit that um but I, I didn't think it'd be easy for him I think he only got a couple of goals for Middlesbrough on, on loan last year and I thought 
you know, Rouse being a, a very young team, um, usually on, on the back foot, he might find it a bit hard to, to get goals. And uh, he's really impressed people. He really has. I think he's got five in, in six starts so far. Well, yeah, five in... Yeah, and two, and two assists as well. And two assists um, as well. Um, yeah. So, no, I mean, and I've been reading great things about him. Um, and, uh, yeah, he looks he, he looks really, really sharp. I mean, there have been a lot of... A lot of his goals have been sort of predatory strikes. You know, he's been in the right place in, in the box to to put it in, um, which uh, which is no mean feat, is it, Kevin? I mean, that's part of the uh, part of right. the the art the art of being a striker. Right place, right time. That that's the name of the game. I mean, it, it, you see him in the under twenty ones, and he's beating five or six players, and then going through and sticking it in. It, that don't happen in in the pros. You've got to learn your way around the box. You've got to learn where to be. And it's really, I, I'm really impressed with him going on loan, learning his trade. And um, he's putting in the performances. Fair play to the young man. Brilliant. And and Matt, I'm not sure if this is true, but I read this morning when I was reading up on him a little bit. Is he, other than Neymar, he's the second most prolific forward player right now in Liga? Is that? Is that? I think Terra Moffi has got six goals. L'Oreal's Nigerian striker. Okay. Um, but he must be, yeah, he must be sort of in the top, top three. Top, top three. three yeah, yeah. Five goals. Um, Neymar, Neymar's been been crazy in the first few weeks. I think seems to be trying to annoy Mbappe by just like getting these ridiculous stats. But uh, <laughs> that's yeah, PSG. We'll, we'll save that for another day. But um, yeah, no Balogun. Uh, yeah, and, and he's doing it for a team that that, like I say, are struggling. And they're I think they're seventeenth rounds, and they mm -hmm. have uh, an even younger team than Arsenal. I think they're possibly the youngest team in Europe's top five leagues, which is. Which is nice as well for him, you know. I think it looks like he's he's kind of integrated quite well, and and I always think you know it's it's different to to Saliba, who I don't think we should alone back to France, but for an English lad to come over to France, I think it it really kind of helps you grow as a person. And uh, um, yeah, just look at me; it's been twenty years, and I've grown, grown, <laughs> grown as a person over here. But no, for a young for a young man, a young footballer, it's just got to stay away from the champagne because Reims is the capital of champagne country. But yes, right. indeed. Very difficult could all, to hey, do. You could always send us a crate over for something. Yeah, we'll take we? it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll drink it on his behalf. Well, that's Balogun and uh, definitely showing all the attributes I think Arsenal fans have seen of him when he's had his chances to play. Uh, Kev could come back and, you know, kind of go the Eddie route, you know, keep grafting, keep showing, keep proving people um, wrong. And hopefully, you know, he'll be one that stays just seems to have that instinctive striker vibe about him you know knows where the goal is can score bangers but can also put it you know in the back of the net from the six yard and the eight yard box so I we think need this him is coming gonna... back confident that's yeah, what we need definitely. we need him coming back confident because if he comes back confident that means our squad's a lot stronger again all right let's move on to our next player much maligned Matt, I don't know what there is to say about him, but I'd like to read the squaddies um, a little quote uh, from his manager, um, criticised by Nice boss um, Favre. Is it? Be it's like Brett Favre or Favre or Favre. 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 Lucien Favre. Um, he did his preseason with Arsenal, but didn't play a match, so he lacks a bit of rhythm and intensity tracking back in the pressing and recovering the ball. Where have we heard that before? Or seen that before because that's what everyone has to do and there are no exceptions we have to be ready we are professionals 
Winning the ball back is important in any sport. Played five, it might be six matches now, one goal, zero assists. Have things improved, Matt? For Pepe. No, but it's not it's 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 not as gloomy as you're making it sound. He's he, he's been one of their well. trying to bring in the drama right here, Matt. <laughs> it's been one of their brighter players, um, but Nisa having a horrible time of it. And to be honest, as uh, South London's finest B just says Pochettino could be joining Nice. It looks like Lucien Favre could be leaving, having been there for a, for a month or so already. And actually, Nice are a, are a total mess. And that you know, I think that's that's got to be definitely taken into account when we look at Pepe's performances. And you know, he, he, yeah, I, I wouldn't be too down on him. I mean, yeah, maybe Favre wasn't happy with some of his some of his tracking back. He was asked about Ross Barkley as well, Lucien Favre, and he and he made out he didn't even know what position he played because basically. He's a, he's, he's a good coach, Lucien Favre, and he was very successful at Nice a few years ago before going to Dortmund and uh, not sure where else. But yeah, you know, he's done, you know, he's, he's a very good trainer and he's basically not happy with the players that are coming in that he hasn't necessarily validated. So we've got an English owner, Jim Ratcliffe, Ineos. Um, they've got an English sporting director. They've got a lad in from Fulham, I think Joe Bryan. They've signed Aaron Ramsey, who's been injured since, since he arrived, unfortunately. Um, Ross Barkley, so that Pepe, they bought Sofian Diop, who's a good attacking midfielder from, from uh, uh, Monaco. So they've got all these kind of players, and it's just like they seem to be throwing kind of wages, money at wages to get players in. Seems like that. And the coach, Seems like the coach is like, Well, hang on, what's what's the plan here? And it's actually ridiculous if they sack Lucien Favre because they've they've had Vieira, who was criticized a huge amount, Christophe Galtier criticised. Mm. He's now doing a great job at PSG. Not doing too bad, is he? Um, and now Favre. So maybe the problem isn't the coach, is it? So anyway, that, that's nice for you. So not easy for for Pepe, but, you know, he likes it. He likes it in Liga, and we know that. I think he'll be all right. I think, you know, Nice, nice are down in 13th, I think. They, they, they will definitely pick up, whether it's with Favre or someone else. So there should be better months ahead for Pepe. I think this is a fair statement, Kev, um, from one of our uh, listeners here, if I can just get to it. Uh, sadly, uh, from Yanto, sadly, Pepe was bought for a ridiculous amount of money by Arsenal. That and the fact he couldn't adapt to the Premier League in the way Arteta needed him to has crushed his confidence as he still has skills. Did play well under Emery, um, was definitely part of that core front three for the FA Cup win after uh, Arteta took over, Kev. Mm -hmm. Price tags can kill players. The weight of the badge you've talked about. I've said before, I just don't see him kicking a ball for the Arsenal again. I'm not going to say that this time. But this is definitely a player that may not have a future at the club. Depends, I guess, on what he does this season. No, I don't think it does depend. I think he's he's done at Arsenal, if I'm honest with you. I think he's he's had a, a couple of seasons with Mikel Arteta. And there looked to be at one stage where he was doing the extra work and it looked like he was kind of getting it. But he just, it's just not, the Premier League just isn't for him. And, you know, as Matt said, you know, he's, he's a lot more comfortable in France. Um, but the work ethic is a lot harder in the Premier League, although he still will be asked to do the dirty work, you know, the, the grunt work of when you lose the ball, you've got to track, you've got to get back, you've got to try and win the ball back. Still going to be used, asked to do that. And um, very rarely does, does a player of his stature get given leeway you know if you're a Messi and or Neymar and you're unbelievable going one way 
other players will do work for you just because you're that good. But Pepe ain't that good. Matt, I'll get you out on this one on, on Pepe and Kev can chime in too. Tammy wrote this and a lot of the listeners thought it was a great question. Uh, by the way, 400 of you in live chat right now. Kiss it, nut it, love it, lick it, like it, do it all. Um, do you think this is a true statement? Just look at Xhaka. Me now, Tammy, come on. Well, has well, no, you guys told me and have been telling me Thomas Partey has made Jacker a better player. No, but it's under Arteta's regime, isn't it? Jacker for the last year has been has been a lot better than he's ever been. So, and not all the time <laughs> Partey's played. So, it's got. I to think, be yeah, the manager. Sometimes, listen, from my French point of view, I've looked at it and thought. Pepe's had like a good game or he's come on and played well for 20 minutes and then he'll be on the bench the next week and the following week. And you're like, well, come on, Mikel, how, you know, how is he going to get confident? But I think ultimately, and I'm not knowing more than Mikel, I'm not having a go at Mikel. I think ultimately, like Kevin said, I, I think, you know, for me, he doesn't quite, he's a very reserved guy, Nicola Pepe. And I don't think he quite had the, uh, or has the the character, the personality to, to, to do it, I think, at a big football club. I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure he's settled in really well to London life. Um, and, you know, that's why as well I'm going to be interested to see how how he, how he does in, in, in the coming months at Nice because I do think that ability is still there. And I don't, you know, personally, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Arteta, Arteta gave him every chance that he needed. I don't think, but then Arteta wasn't building his attack around Nicola Pepe. So, you know, sink or swim, really, I think. Yeah, I mean, then there's no doubt he was treated differently when he got sent off versus Xhaka. You know, Xhaka got a lovely, you know, pat, pat, pat on the backside and, you know, uh, Pepe was scolded just a tad, wasn't he, really? Um, and that's where the question marks about treatment of players comes in to the fray as well. But interesting that Super Kev thinks Arteta has made Xhaka better when it's always the players and not the manager. So... Uh, we will move on to our next player uh, who started off like a house on fire. A little bit like his Arsenal career. Fast starter, this one. Uh, seemed to, you know, take Liga in stunning fashion. Three goals in four games. Seems to have reverted now to kind of what happened to him at Arsenal. Um, kind of came in strong, but also illustrated that naivety uh, against some of the bigger teams. Um, I just wonder if he's even a defensive player, if he's more of an attacking winger, um, Matt. What are your thoughts on he's, Nuno? He's not a left back. He's not a left back. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. Um, he's 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 done really, really well. And I honestly didn't expect um, him to have such a positive impact. And, he, you know, he really has. Playing as a left wing back who doesn't really have to defend that much. And... And I think you're right, Sophie. I think, you know, we've seen that actually the two Champions League games he's he struggled, as have Marseille. Um, they've done really well in Liga. I think, obviously, the standard uh, is it's not quite as high, but I think as well they're, they're such a high-energy team and they're struggling. Uh, they're struggling to sort of reproduce that in the Champions League, even though they outplayed Tottenham for 60 minutes until Mbemba got, got sent off. But look, <laughs> Nuno... Nuno... Um, He's, yeah, he's again, he, he's got the Marseille fans um, behind him. 
He's he's been incredibly dynamic. Some of his running, I mean, he's just so quick. Half the time, you're not quite sure he knows where he's going or, or, or what he's doing. But he's you know he's going past players. And to be fair, he's 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 producing some end product. You you said for Arsenal, we saw a bit of that in in the early days, and we did. But quite often he'd cut in on his right foot and the, the shot would go flying over. Well, at Marseille, those right-footed shots have been going into the into the corner um, to such an extent that people have been asking him if he's right-footed or left-footed. Uh, so, you know, good, good, good for him. I think, personally, if you'd have asked me a month ago, has he got a future at Arsenal, I'd have said no. But personally, I wouldn't rule him out as a as a prospect. I know a lot of people are a bit reticent thinking, ah, the guy's a liability, but look, he's, he, he, he does have talent. Kev, what's your take on, we've always said he's very raw. I'm not sure if he's a diamond. He's a wing back. Rough around, around he's a, the he's edges. A, yeah, he's a wing back and he, 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 he played wing back mostly at Benfica. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's somewhere, it's a position that he's comfortable in because the defensive duties are not the same as a wing-back as they are as a full-back. And when he came in, I, I remember, he came in and he was dynamic. He was picking the ball up and he was underlapping and, and, and doing all sorts. And people saying, we don't need Kieran Tierney and all this kind of thing. Mm. And then he kind of leveled out and then he got asked a few questions. Kieran Tierney came back. And I think he's really a confidence player. His confidence went and he struggled, if I'm honest. I think he was a little bit homesick as well. Um, you know, that that all or nothing, you know, seeing him speaking to, uh, you know, the backroom staff and stuff, he seemed to be lost a little bit. And I felt, uh, to be fair, I felt I felt sorry for him, to be honest, because being at Arsenal and you're, you're, you're not playing well, you're not doing well, it can be a lonely place. I'm telling you, it can be a lonely place because... You know, everyone might be patting you on the back and then you got to go home and you look in the mirror and it's you, you're alone. So it's great to see him go out to Marseille, hit form, play in a position that he's comfortable with. And listen, maybe the, the pressure of being at Arsenal and not playing in this position has really affected him. But good to see him doing so well and performing and um, doing great. Can I can I just say the last twenty minutes, Sophie of um, Marseille Frankfurt? They they were getting injuries and they were losing one nil, and they ended the game with a back three. Listen to this back three, okay? So it was Nuno uh, left of the back three, Kalasinac on the right of the back three, <laughs> and Balerdi, who who's even more of a liability than either of those two in the middle, and unbelievably Frankfurt didn't didn't score. I think they had about eight one on ones with the keeper, but they didn't score. So. Maybe that defence is the future. Wow. There's a, a large population of ex and current Arsenal players in France. Um, yeah. And, yeah, uh, of course, Genduzzi's there, Alexis Sanchez, um, and the players that we've talked about today. Yeah, and Vito, uh, Vito Manone's on the Vito uh, Manone. bench. So, yeah, yeah, I wanted to just bring that up. He hasn't played yet, though. <laughs> Still not retired. No. <laughs> Um, okay, so expectations for Nuno, Matt. Does he come back to Arsenal? Do, does Will Arteta ever play? I mean, this is, you know, what I left this up in terms of what Elliot's saying. A lot of our listeners don't feel like he fits into what Arteta wants to do. Yeah, that's my, that's my feeling as well. But I mean, we talked about Mikel 
not necessarily wanting to wanting to get out some of the players he hadn't bought, but Nuno was a, a Mikel Edu signing, was he not? So I mean he 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 knows him. Um but um yeah, my, my hunch would be no, I I I still don't quite see him fitting fitting in at Arsenal. And obviously we're very strong on the on the left side. But I saw a comment saying maybe he's not a left wing back, maybe he's a left winger. I, I he's certainly much he's more of a left winger than he is a, a left back. I agree with that. I agree with that completely. So, but okay, look, so why not? Well, I'm 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 not ruling it out, but my hunch would be that he'll probably be moved on. Okay, so your grade so far in Liga for oh look, there's a I found Alexis and Genduzi as well. Um, your grade so far in Liga. Um, let's stick with Nuno. What grade do you give Nuno? Well, like A, B, or C, or mark out of ten, or what do we do here? Uh, a, B, or C. <laughs> um, a minus for Nuno so far. A minus for Nuno so far. Like it. Um, what about this fella? Um. C C plus. There from Professor Spiro. <laughs> um, and how about this young fella? Oh, a. a, a. I mean, you know, he's got five goals in seven games for a team that's languishing near the bottom. Um, brilliant start, really. I mean, you know, really, really impressive catching, catching the eye, impressing people, and uh, you know, if if you. People say if you get 10 goals as a young player in Liga, that that's really good. And maybe, you know, from the outside, you don't think it's too hard to score goals in Liga. But traditionally, it's quite a closed defensive league and it's not easy to score. You know, if he gets 10, 12 goals or more, that'd be a brilliant at Rouse and great for his development. Yeah, I don't think that E was for Balogun, by the way. I think it was for Pepe. Um, <laughs> all right, brilliant stuff. And how about your grade to the start of the Arsenal career for this young man well look sophie i'm gonna give him a i'm gonna surprise you i'm gonna give him a b minus because i'll tell you why because i've been watching him i know he's bloody brilliant and um it's only you guys no, sorry no it's um no i'll give him b plus b plus because he has he has scored an own goal and yeah I mean, he's been he's been really really wow good, you're but... giving him a b plus for the own yeah, goal because, I, because he can be no, but because he, he he can be a, and when and when we see him against Tottenham and against uh, we've got Liverpool coming Liverpool. up, yeah, when he leads Liverpool, put, put Kane Tottenham. and Salah in in his pocket, then you'll be seeing the A. Okay, I can't wait to see him play against those kinds of players. By the way, I really can't. Um, it's going to be exciting. Kev, what do you make of Matt today? What's your grade for Matt? <laughs> Uh, well, if he's giving Saliba a B plus, I'll give him a B plus. I was always right. gonna, if he's going to give, I'll give you a B plus, Matt. It was a, uh, it was it was good talking. You've got great insight, obviously. And they want um, me to give him a yellow card, Kev. No, come on now, squaddies. I thought, listen, Matt, Matt, I'm going to give it school. to him. It's a yellow man, B plus. Oh, come on, he's uh, got B+. Our first journalist to get a booking. <laughs> <laughs> on the hybrid squad and we've been going for a long time matt spiro you're in the book mate oh geez yeah no i'll give i'll give matt a b plus with no, very, 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 very good insights very good insights into our our, our our lads abroad and uh obviously celebrate who he knows really well so. <laughs> the, cool. the squaddies want to know what your grade is for super kev now we could go on all night here because newman always gives his grades and yeah, kev loves it when he gets yeah, a low mark that'll do cause, me because he has it no respect for newman. <laughs> I give Kevin a minus. 
<laughs> up there, the you're up there moment. with the show, Kev. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Matt gets an A from all the squaddies. Brilliant stuff. Matt, what else do you want to tell us real quick in a nutshell before we go? Is there anyone out there that we should be sniffing at in Liga? Like, do you see you're an Arsenal fan too? You can still see that defensive midfield position. Kev's been just going on about this now. Said in January we need eight players, you know, to really bring this back turnkey. Yeah. What's your take? Anyone out there that you think we should be looking at keeping our ears to the ground? Um, you've just thrown it at me. I, you know, I, I, I was telling you Chiumani, wasn't I? Like, like a year or two ago, yes. so we missed that one. I mean, he, you know, you could tell he was going to be the business. Um, away. Probably couldn't afford him. Yeah, this is what worries me about Monaco. Monaco yeah, they've got a, they've got a lot of good youngsters at, at Monaco. Badia Shiel is another good centre back, but you know I think we're okay in that department. Uh, what position? Give me a position. So like central. How about midfield. a DM? Yeah, give me a because that's the one I think Arsenal fans feel like if Thomas Partey gets injured, what happens to this team this season? Okay, two two unbelievable youngsters at Leon, but they're not DMs. So you've got Malo Gusto, a right back, and Lukebo's a nineteen-year-old centre back. They're they're exceptionally good. Um, <laughs> DMs, DMs. They any goalkeepers uh, we should be looking out for? By the way, Archangel wants to know because a lot of people are worried about Matt Turner. I've really thrown him under the bus here, to be honest with you. We're going to do yeah, a follow-up show. Have done that. You shouldn't have done that, Soph. Why? My goalkeepers. I said DM. No, I'm talking about goalkeepers. Oh, what you mean like having a go? No, it's only because they they are worried about Matt Turner. Yeah, but they don't control this show. Well, they kind of do in a way. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they no, but they don't control it. Two midfielders. Give the man a chance. That's all I'm saying. Give the man a chance. God. More of a Shaka replace. We're not looking to replace Shaka now. More of a sort of Shaka standing. Um, so what the guy that I love is the Lance captain Seko Fofana, who's not not young, mm. um, 27, 28 now, but he's just unbelievable. And he 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 could have gone, he could have gone to a bigger club, um, but he's but he's staying at Lance, where it's, it's kind of a special thing going on. And anyway, he's box to box, unbelievable, um, keeps on running and just great attitude. And uh, the other guy who is younger, and I've just forgotten. Yeah, Kefren Churam is is very good. Again, mo- not so much a DM, more kind of box to box. Um, Lilian Churam, one of Lilian Churam's sons, uh, really mm. powerful, strong runner, good technique, and he'll he'll go probably to the World Cup, and I think he'll go he'll go a long way as well. All so right, you have to brilliant. give me more time to find the DM. Yeah. Okay, definitely. Well, we're going to do follow-up show because we're going to keep our eye out on the boys in Liga throughout the season. And I know you'll come back on and I promise I won't throw you under the bus next time. Maxence um, Cacare. There you go. Maxence Cacare of Lyon. Okay, right. Well, Noted. All of these more, players. He sees himself more as an eight and he's um, he's not had the, a great start to the season, but he's a big, big talent. Cool. All right. Brilliant stuff from Matt. Let everyone know where they can find you. And don't forget to tell them about any new book you have out or if uh, you're award winning now. So, you know, we should show you a little bit more respect on this show and not throw you under the bus at the end with questions we didn't tell you to prepare for. That's very nice. No, I don't really have much to promote, actually, at the moment. No new book coming out. But, yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, that would be great. At Matt Spiro. And, um, 
you can still buy the book. It's still, you know, it's quite a good read actually before the World Cup. It's called called Sacre Bleu. Talks about all France's uh, trials and tribulations over the last twenty years, and they've got quite a few at the moment as well with uh, all the stuff going on with Pogba and Federation being investigated for some dreadful corruption and behaviour and yeah, all lots of horrible stuff. French football, <laughs> you ne you're never bored. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Thanks so much for joining us, Matt. Matt will be back uh, during the season for a follow-up on this and we'll get stuck into more of the French talent pool too. Super, Kev, that's all I've got. Um, tomorrow is another day, another show. In the meantime, please share this with all of your Arsenal mates. And Super, Kev, I hand it over to you. Squaddies, thank you to Matt for coming on and sharing his fantastic B-plus thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to Sophie a, a 10 as always Sophie according to Newman maybe not today uh, no a 10 according to Newman I said so that's yeah, fine doesn't count for shit and always remember squaddies tell the people you love you love them and never leave it till tomorrow we love you look after yourself and you know what's next squaddies at ease and big respect to Zenith Coyne at ease squaddies at ease Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. The Highbury Squad is powered by Zenith Coins. Support the future, treasure the past. Official licensed partner of the Arsenal Football Club. Follow at Zenith Coins across all social platforms.